Blog Talk Radio. In my helmet, cleats, and shoulder pads. Standing in the huddle, listening to the call. Fans going crazy for the boys of fall. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson. I'm your host, Dave Johnson. Glad to have you with me tonight. Yeah. We'll talk about some uh, footballs, rodeos, Super Bowl football, and women's football. And anybody wants to call in and talk about anything else, they're more than welcome to. That number is 657-383-1020. We'll talk about any kind of sport that uh, there is that you can think of. And I know anything about it, we'll sure talk about it. Last week, we had uh, Mr. Brad Nam, the owner of BSN Rodeo Company, on, and uh, that was a good conversation. A lot of people, uh, you know, sending me messages about, you know, how education, educational it was to get some people, you know, up to speed on what happens, and, uh, you know, a lot of people don't understand the sport of rodeo and things of that nature, and um, it's been a big part of my life for for years. You know, that was the thing when I graduated uh, high school. Uh, roping's what I got into, and uh, it was the uh, it was the out for me after football was over, and I decided not to go to college and play and and all that. And I started uh, team roping, and uh, team roping is a is a in a rodeo, uh, it's on uh, sport, I should say. Uh, rodeo is made up, actually, if, if you get technical, you, you have uh, uh, what they call bareback riding, then you have uh, steer wrestling, uh, then you have uh, uh, team roping, you have calf roping, you have saddle bronc riding, you have... Uh, uh, women's barrel racing, and of course, you have bull rides. And uh, so that's what rodeo rodeo is made of. Each in, each one of them, the sport is rodeo, but each one of them is its own uh, sport as well. So uh, you know, I became a avid team roper right after. Well, I started while I was in high school and. I'd actually won my first buckle when I was 16 years old. It's hard to, it's hard to imagine uh, today uh, how how long ago that was and and how excited I was uh, to do it. And it was just uh, you know I, I I was a young young guy and I taught myself how to roll. And uh, we had had horses that didn't know anything about it. And if anybody doesn't 
understand what I'm talking about, please Google it, pull it up, and watch team roping and see how hard it is and how good your horses have to be. And, you know, I started out calf roping. I taught myself how to rope. We started team roping. Uh, Every Sunday, we roped. It didn't matter if it's snow, mud, whatever. We'd get up there and chase them. And that's what we did was chase them. We had fresh cows that you strapped, muleys that you strapped horns on, and uh, horses that didn't know a thing about roping. And and we'd just get up there and chase them. And, And I would say... In all honesty, uh, it was probably a year, you know, before we actually caught one. And, you know, that won't start now. You know, my first time I um, ever seen any roping was I was in eighth grade, and we went to the American Porter Horse Congress in Columbus, Ohio. I seen calf roping and uh, didn't get to see team roping that day. I seen calf roping, and I told my dad, I said, I'd like to do that, and we actually got a rope, and I went home and uh, built a sawhorse and took a knife, cut a piece out of a tire, sort of made a calf head, and I started trying to rope that thing. And it was forever before I could catch very many in a row, and then I finally got to work to catch them, and then we moved on to a horse that that at that time was a barrel horse, not a rope horse, and... uh, Bought a, went to the market, bought a fresh calf, and it would be at the other end before I'd ever clear the box, usually. And, and again, a lot of, I'm probably going to lose a lot of people in the conversation. Google it. If, if you pull it up, you'll see what I'm talking about. And I went for two, probably for two summers before I ever caught the first calf in, in real life. I roped that dummy a bunch, but I never caught one of them. And then once I caught it, I didn't know what to do with it. So um, by that time, we'd seen, uh, I'm going to some of these horse shows. I was in the youth when I was competing in that in the Youth Border Horse Association. And um, we started seeing team roping, and that intrigued us. And we all started, and uh, we started trying to do that. It's really tough. So come from teaching yourself, nobody helping you to, to uh, you know, training your own horses and, and doing that, and a, a friend of the family's uh, named Wayne Price, he had a, a pretty nice bay uh, stud horse, and um, he he had it on it, he, uh, he had enough faith in me to let me heal on it, and I won the uh, when the buckle riding his horse and placed second on what was my dad's horse. And you can't imagine how how excited I was. Now, there wasn't any money involved. They just give a buckle away to the high point. And, and today, just like we had Brad on last week, um, he's, he's having a team roping every other week. And uh, I think there's six total. So at the end of March, he's giving a trailer away. That's how far it's came, you know, and and I, I've actually won trailers. I, I've won everything, and I, you know, we take for granted the, the better you get, the more you just take stuff for granted that, you know, it's always, you know, you're going to get more, you want more, and, you know, then when you sort of get out of it, and uh, then all these other kids and people have, 
come on and they're they're working hard like I used to, and now you know it's a struggle just to compete. And, you know, and that's what I guess that's you know just not besides loving the sport, but being able to compete and that drive to you know know you can do better, you can get better, you got to get in the practice then. Uh, all that stuff is a big, big part of any any sport period. Everything I said so far relates to any sport period. You got to have dedication. You got to have the drive. You got to have the want to, and you have to practice. You got to love to compete. Uh, you know, most people don't even know. Uh, last week, I mean, I saw a big old chunk out of my finger. Um, you know, when I it would have been easy to let it go, but I want to win so bad that I wouldn't want to let it go to solve my finger off, probably. And you know, it paid off not much. I wanted a little money, but that's just that's just the nature in me. I, I mean, I'm a competitor from the word go. I'm, I'm big on uh, practice and competing. Now, I haven't got to practice much. It's pretty bad, but you know, this being a this is almost. This this roping that Brad's having, not not the rodeo, but the roping he's having every other weekend, is about like a scrimmage uh, type situation, what you would call in football. Not making any excuses why I should practice. I just hadn't had time, and the weather's been bad, and uh, I'm probably lazier than I should be, to be honest with you. But you you know you've got to have that drive. It's got to be in you, and that's the one thing that has kept me going um, over the years is, is that want to 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 be better, to, to compete. That no matter what, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. You know, and it's like when Jennifer started playing football and I, I told her then and I didn't have anything to do with the with their team at all, I said, Hey, you've got to give it a hundred and ten percent going to be a long drive. I can't, can't tell you, folks, two and three times every week she drove round trip 450 miles. I don't know a soul playing foot, women's football today that would do that. I, I don't know any that would do that. But she wanted to play so bad, and, and she'd never played sports. And I said, hey, to be good, to be what you need, this is what you have to do. And, and she did. You know, and, and from the moment we started this team, you know, that's the approach we've taken is you've got to be there. You've got to be accountable. But what I, I tend, uh, the lack of seeing, I suppose, is is the fact that I see players on every team that would probably do anything in this world to play and would probably do anything to win. And when I tell you that, that means anything. And then you have some that's just like a pastime, you know. It's just a, it's just like going to the uh, tennis court with your friends and hitting a few tennis balls. Well, to me, it ain't like that. This, this team is, we're all about winning. It's the attitude that that I've brought in, that Jennifer's brought in. Um, you know that Caitlin, she's the only other player we got left from the original team. Um, she's brought in. We were looking at some film and, and pictures just a couple of days ago and, uh, you know, just seeing how hungry we were 
to get this team off the ground and running. And I just wish that every single player had that same hunger for it that I have for them. You know, I mean, we give up everything for this team to to be a good team. And, you know, I don't – not saying everybody, but when you talk about a team, you talk about everybody. You know, you don't see that fire that you would really, really like to see. Like, you know, when I when I played ball, I, I mean, if if the coach said, "Hey, whoever's over here first, you're gonna start," I'd run over everybody in, my, in the way, trick them, doing whatever, whatever it took. I, I was gonna be that person. You know, every day at practice, I was the first one to the practice field. You know, that's just the kind of stuff that that I can't teach. I mean, it's got to be in you, and, and I know a lot of it has to do with jobs, with single parent. I, I get all that, but everybody is in the same shape. Everybody's in the same boat. Some are just willing to give more than others, and it's all across the sport. It's all across every sport. You know, there's a there's a guy that uh, we rope with that uh, you know he he probably wouldn't pull any skin off his finger to. To win a big lot of money, I, I tore my finger, my thumb up real good for a little bit of money, and I burned it plumb to the bone before, and and uh, you know just just to win, and that's what winning means to me is everything. Given everything I got every single time, that's what that means to me. Being able to compete, you know, practice, 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 practice. The old saying used to be, practice makes perfect. Well, there's an eight-time world champion calf roper named Roy Cooper, and he said practice perfect makes pra- practice perfect makes you perfect, you know. And and he's right. He is exactly right. I mean, if you don't go out there with a purpose, if you don't go out there that you have to get better than yesterday, and you don't go out there and not make the same mistakes you made the day before. Challenge yourself. You know, that's what makes you better. That's what makes you better. When nobody's challenging you, it's easy. I mean, you pull out a a, a rope and, uh, you know, I uh, what, week to week, every other week, it's just been, you know, going, the weather's bad. Just fortunate enough to be able to go a little and enjoy it. You you pick up a rope and I mean I I had ropes on it forever and I've never missed a beat on it. Now you you put you on a live cow because I hadn't roped on it forever. You look stupid and I've roped a million. You know that's how that's what practice does for you. It's challenging. You know you you go out there and uh, you know when when we get to practice at home. My nephew, he's like 18 now, and and he's became really good. And he's always a young, another young kid or two around there. And uh, you know, I'm always talking crap to him. I'm always challenging him. Hey, you want a match? And you know, just to raise that level because that extra little bit of pressure, all that kind of stuff, it really matters. It makes you step up and do things that you wouldn't ordinarily do. And that's the same way in football. You know, you go out there when you first start, you're just learning. You're just trying to get the reps in. And then all of a sudden, you know, you want to pick it up a little bit. Then you start 
you know, really going through them. And then you start completing the balls. Well, now everybody's down to serious crunch time for practice, and, uh, you know, we're making a ton of mistakes. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Uh, a, lot, a lot of them are uh, mental. A lot of them are physical. A lot of girls ain't there all the time. It, it happens in every sport. I talked to an owner of a women's team tonight. They're in the same shape everybody is. Um, it's a trend, and that's a trend I would like to get changed. And, and it starts with, with our team is, you know, give give every single thing you've got every single day you're there. You know, not not don't make excuses why you can't be there. Make excuses why you can be there. Give everything you've got. When you come to practice, you come with the mind, come to practice, leave all the BS behind. We're going in there to work. I'm not worried about everybody else. I have a job to do. I'm going to do that job. And that's all I care about. If I do my job, and the next person does their job, and the next person, then we're going to be just perfect. That's all there is to it. So many times, everybody wants to worry about what John over here is doing. Or, or you know, I, I won't do that. I won't do this. And, and that just creates a bad, bad vibe. It, it creates, uh, you know, you're not thinking about what you need to do. You know, there's so much, um, you know, football. There's a lot of stuff to remember that people wouldn't even have an idea that don't play or that has never played. It's not just as simple as watching a game on TV and deciding, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I know everything now. It, it's not that simple. And when you have a job to do or a position to play, learn that position. Come, you know, it, it's one of the kind of deal to show up it's almost like there's, you're in a box. You don't hear what everybody else is telling you besides the play, the dog, what the coaches are, are telling you you need to do. The focus needs to be on you and your job. And you let everybody else handle the rest of it. You know, and forever when I was in uh, roping, I put that kind of pressure on myself. You can ask Jennifer. She used to get so mad at me, but this is before she became an athlete. This is what's so funny. Before she became an athlete, she used to get so mad at me because I would miss. Let me tell you something, folks. I was ready for the noose. I'm telling you, it drives me insane to mess up. That's how bad it is for me. That's how much I want to win. That's how much I like to win. Is man, I I was killer on myself, and I mean I still am today. Even though you know I understand things are different, I still have that drive. I still want to. There's nobody else to blame but me. Me, you know, and that, and that's the same way in in all sports. When you when you look down to it, when you point fingers, you need to be pointing them in the mirror, you know, because they're turning around right back at you because. There's, there's nobody does their job 100% correct. You know, I don't know that a football player in, in NFL or whatever's ever completed ever passed, you know, uh, for, for a positive gain and all this stuff. It's just so hard to do. And when you don't come in with that mindset that you want to do that, it makes it that much harder. And I don't care 
if it's basketball or baseball or football or rodeo or roping or barrel racing, I don't care what the sport is. The mindset always has to be the same. Always. I'm telling you, always. I mean, I know I know guys that that you you would think that they played ball or whatever and they would be the ultimate competitors. They're not. I'm talking about that they wrote down stuff. And they're not. And I, I don't get it. I mean, I, I'll just tell you right now, and anybody that, that knows me, and especially the girls on the team, you know, they were looking at my son the other day saying, wow, you know, how'd you do it? And I told them, don't that hurt? I said, yeah, it hurt. But, you know, I wasn't about to turn it loose. So the, I, the winning means that much to me. It, you know, it's not Vince Lombardi once said it's not everything, it's the only thing. And I, I'm I'm on that same boat, and I really feel that way. And I feel that if you work harder and your focus is on what you're working at, I mean, you can you can tell like when we go to practice and we go in the arena at our house and and we go down there and practice and there's a bunch of people out there and everybody's carrying on. I mean, it, it, you do have fun. Don't get me wrong, and we have a lot of fun. Everybody's out there having fun, and you see the level of of the roping go down. And then when everybody, you know, sort of uh, figures out that, hey, you know, we're sort of goofing off here a little and not paying as much attention, and then, then all of a sudden the, the noise quits, and, and then here the level starts coming back. That's because of concentration. That's because of of your commitment to, to do what you need to do because you're in a somewhere else in a train of thought, you know, and that that's why that I say when you come to a practice field, make sure you come for a purpose. And that one purpose is to get better than you were the day before, to do everything that you've been taught to do, do it right. And if you make mistakes, Learn what, learn what you did wrong and not do it again. That's what makes perfect uh, practice perfect with the mindset. And you, you can't go out there with, you know, so many times that this one's worried about that one and that one's worried about this one and was she going to take my position or I want her position or whatever. You know what? Just be glad you got a position that you're playing and, and master it. That that's the way I look at it. Master that position, and that's where the fun's going to become. Be the best you can be, and that's any sport, people. That's not just football. That's not just basketball, roping, or or anything. That that's all of it. And I, I firmly believe that if if we learn to do that as a team, we will get um, a lot better. I know. I know people don't know my brother at all. My brother was a great athlete, one of the best coaches. I mean, the guy is, we don't get along as good as, as what we used to, but I give credit where credit's due. When he wanted to start rope, he, had, he was always, I'm telling you, when he went to college, he worked so hard. I've never seen anybody put in the work to go play college football that he put in and put himself through. I've never seen anybody in my life work that hard. 
So he is he's committed to to doing this stuff. Well, Ropus is so much different. He could not master it fast enough. And I've literally seen him get so mad that when he missed the steer, just go there in the arena, tie the horse up, jump over the fence, and go home. That's how frustrating this sport is because it's not like football where you can mess up and you can say, okay, hold up a minute, we're going to stop here and teach. It's not like that at all because every time you, uh, you're on a horse, your partner's on a horse, and there's a cowboy. When you let the cow out, you're going down the arena. So you you can understand what you did wrong and try to fix next time. Next time, maybe the cow's faster. Maybe it don't run the same same track that it did. All this stuff, roping's the hardest thing I've ever did, maybe besides coaching women's football. But as far as playing football, it was always easy. I always just seemed to fall in place for me. Roping is hard. When when Jennifer first started roping, I remember how frustrated she would get because you work at it so much on the ground, and then when you transfer to that horse and that target's moving, you can't get good fast enough, if that's the proper wording I should say. You just can't get there fast enough. It's so frustrating. And we make a lot of that ourselves, you know, and because our focus is, you know, I told my brother years ago, I'm, and I know everybody's listening will know, I'm big on doing things the right way. And it don't matter if you shortcut it and get it done, it ain't going to work in the long run. And I'll never, ever forget, my brother being the competitor he was, I've roped for years at this point, won a ton of stuff in my life, had some really good horses. My brother's wanting to start roping. Uh, a late friend of ours named Eddie Stedman, he had a beginner's roping every year. And uh, what it was is if you were a beginner, you could rope with anybody in that rope. Well, we go down there, and this guy that uh, had started the same time my brother had started, and he was catching way more cows than my brother. But he was doing it the wrong way. And... My brother should have understood this, him being a coach and a college athlete and all that. I said, listen, he's doing it the wrong way. He's peaked out right now. He'll never get any better. And if you'll stay the course with what I'm telling you, you're going to be better in the long run. You're going to have way more of a successful career than this guy will ever have. Well, lo and behold, the guy ended up dead, beat him out of the buckle. And, and you know, that's hard to swallow. But now, you know, here my brother's won a ton of stuff. You know, he's got some good horses. Me and him's won a, a bunch of money and buckles along the way. The guy that beat him no longer even ropes because he he never could get any better. He took shortcuts to catch a few cows, and it worked out at that small level. Doing things right takes a lot of hard work. I'm telling you. And if you, if you think roping's easy, you just come on up to uh, the house or you can go somewhere and you get on a horse and, and you try it. There's nothing easy about it. And I don't care. I've seen people that could really ride horses before. You get on a horse and uh, take one hand and split split your reins and then split your, 
rope, and then you're riding with one hand and you're swinging the rope. See how good your balance and all that is after riding your whole life. So it takes a lot of concentration, a lot of dedication, and the will to want to get better, want to be the best, and want to do good. And everything I just said transfers right over to football. Everything. Because every sport has the same uh, approach. Every sport has the same approach. Even though it's different, they have the same approach. And, you know, up until we started this team, I'd never coached a down the ball before in my life. But I knew how I wanted to do because I knew how I approached roping. I knew how I approached when I played. And, and it's been tough for us because – we can't keep players because they don't like that. You know, I, I'm I'm always pushing them to the limit. I'm always challenging them. You know, at every corner. That's the way you get better to me. I I, I don't get it. I mean, if I if I wasn't going to want to get better, I would never join the team and and try to put in the work if I never wanted to get better or never wanted anybody to push me or push myself or or. Uh, you know, fight through uh, things. Listen, I can't, I can't say this enough. I've, I've literally, literally roped and won a lot of money with people I could not stand to look at because all I care about is winning. You know, the old saying was years ago for me was Dave would rope with the devil if he could win. And I and that's the truth. All I care about is winning. When when we're on that team, we're we're getting along. We're we're gonna win. We don't have to socialize when it's over. We don't have to be the best of pals. We just have the same goals in mind and that's to win the rope. And I've won a lot of money with people like that. We did travel up and down the road together. But we get there and you know, it's just a chemistry. You click, you know. I, I've seen it in uh, in football players. You know, I played in high school. A guy on our team, probably the probably third or fourth best player on the team. Me and him couldn't stand one another. We fought all the time. I mean, all the time. But in the game, we didn't fight. I mean, the coaches have to break us up and practice and stuff all the time. But the will to want to do. Right was the same for both of us. We just had different opinions and different attitudes that drove us in different ways, and we were too headstrong to ever give in, so we always butted heads. And that was fine with me. But come game time, we were all about playing. And, you know, if somebody played hit him or something, I was late hitting them because we were on the same team. And and that I don't care. I really don't care about who who likes me or who don't like me. I just want to win. And I want to do things right. I want to have, when I go to roping, I want to have the best horse there. When I leave there, I want to win everything that I entered in to win. They're giving a trailer truck the way I want to win it. Now, it don't always happen. It's just like football. You don't always win. But you got to have that mindset, and you got to practice toward that mindset. And I just wonder how many people out there even think about this this way, you know, how many people think about football, women's football, how many women's football players 
think about it other than practice day or game day. You know, for me, I think about football and roping about all the time. That's about the two things I only think about, you know, sport-wise. And, you know, not so much roping anymore as football, trying to figure out, you know, hey, where did I I go wrong with, with these players that, you know, they say they're in and then at the first little uh, hiccup comes along, they're really not in, you know, and, and how did I mess on that? And, you know, it, it's not my fault, really. I blame myself a lot for it, but it's not my fault because I can't make somebody be that way. They have to make themselves be that way. They have to make themselves be the dedicated, want to win, have the concentration, to do every single thing it takes to be the best. They have to have that. I can't I can't make I can help them, but I can't make that inside of them. That comes with from within. And to me, I, I've never seen so many people in in my life that that don't don't have that what I call the hit. And we have some that do, don't get me wrong. We have some that don't, and we have some that are fence straddlers, some that are borderline. I think they could go either way, just waiting to see where the majority goes instead of just stepping up and being that person and taking the high road. And, you know, no matter what Molly Joe over here says, I'm going to play this position and I'm going to be the best that I can be because the coach's opinion is all that matters. It ain't anybody else's opinion. You know, if... If I listened to what everybody else said, I'd have never, you know, never ever played football or never rope. Uh, you know, I was poor and couldn't have this and go to roping and hear people laughing. Man, that guy's going to rope on that horse. And, you know, back in the day, I'd, I'd work so hard at it. I'd rope a, uh, rope a, I'd rope a steer head and a bell of hay a thousand times every day. For you folks that don't know what that takes, that takes a lot. And, uh, you know, you just uh, back in, back then, I just get near one. I catch it. So they weren't laughing too hard for very long. And you, you just got to put that back. I, I use that as, I use that as, as uh, you know, something like they're just challenging me. They're just adding fuel to my fire that's already burning red hot. And it don't take much to get me fired up anyway, and let them do that, and you let me get a little edge on them, get that dagger sunk good in them, I'm going to ride them, buddy. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to give them. I'm, I'm going to give it to them hard. I'm going to lay it on them, and when I win, they're going to know I win. I'm going to talk more crap than anybody you ever seen, because they talk to me. But first of all, I proved myself. I proved to them that I could do it because I knew I could do it, because I believed in myself, because I practiced so hard. For anybody, and I, again, I say this a lot, nobody knows much on this show about what roping is. But I'll challenge any person listening to get you a rope, get you a bell of hay, put you a roping dummy in it, and rope it a thousand times every single day. See how long it takes you. See how long you're going to stay dedicated to that. I did it. And I only counted slick horns. And I know a lot of people don't know what that means. And I never did. As much as I concentrated, as much as I wanted to, I never caught a thousand out of a thousand. 
quick horn. I never mastered that. And you think for somebody like me that's roping it that easy, but just the least bit of concentration or you just let your guard down that little bit is enough to throw you off. It's just like in football. You let your guard down. You think, well, oh, man, you know, I think somebody else may going to get that block. You've got to get that block. You can't think somebody else is going to get it. If they help you, great. But if what happens if they fall? Then you've let, then you screwed up. So the concentration, the will, the want to win, the commitment to win, the commitment to being the best, no matter what anybody says, is what it takes to be a winner on and off the football field, in the arena, whatever you're talking about, folks. That's what it takes. I'm telling you. I may not be the best at either one of them, but I've competed with the best at, at all of them. And I've won my first share over the years from, from somebody that's never had a chance that had to make everything themselves and come up the hard road, road and kind of just had any help or backing. Who knows what I could have did. I did all this myself. And every single person listening can do it themselves. It comes from within. I can help you, but I can't make you have that feeling in your inside, in your heart, that just burns with wanting to be great. I can't make that. I can help make you great, but I can't get you to have that feeling that it takes when you when you ride in a arena or in a box or at an arena and they're saying, hey, you need to be eight seconds to, to win this rope, and it pays $100,000. That's adrenaline, folks. I'm telling you, that your, your heart's about to pound out of your chest. Next thing starts running through your mind is, am I ready? You know, if I did everything to get me prepared, and most of the time the answer is probably no, because you didn't put in the extra work that you should, you know. It's a little cold today whatever. Those things come back to bite you. It's an everyday thing when you when you want to be great, you want to be good, you want to win every single day. Not just day that you have a rope or day that you have a game or day you're practicing or football or whatever whatever the case may be. You know, we'll speak a little bit about this rodeo the other night since we're talking about uh, working hard. I don't know if anybody out there was at the rodeo or, or listening that can refresh my memory. You can let me know at 657-383-1020. I don't know how many bull riders there was. There was a bunch. The guys that are, we watched it, the whole thing. The guys that were serious about it rode their bulls one the month. The other guys, I call them, Weekend warriors, they only think about it when the weekend comes. They was out before, they was on the ground before the gate got swung up. The bull would take one big leap and they were they were out the back or offside, they were gone. But the guys that travel, the guys that work at it, they won the money. So every sport is the same. The approach to them is the same. 
know, the, like I said on here before, I haven't read the book, but Larry Bird said in his book, uh, the first time he seen Magic Johnson in college, that he realized he'd run up on somebody that practices for Larry Bird used to practice two hours every single day. Just think of that, two hours. He said, for the first time in my life, I ran up on somebody that was better because they practiced three hours that That's how serious that it really is. And that's how, you know, we have we have the, the players. We don't have a boatload of them. We have the quality players to do this. But it's an everyday occurrence, whether you're sitting there writing out plays, writing out scenarios, messaging me or Jennifer or Mike and saying, hey, what I do in this situation, what's this, what's that, that's the kind of stuff that makes you better because you're working on something every single day, not just not just Sunday practice or the next time the game is or whatever. By the time those come, all the work's done. You know, going to a roping and, and uh, you know, roping, of course there's a lot has to happen in roping, but, you know, you go to roping and, and you've worked your horse and you've got everything ready, you know, Catching these three or four steers to win a lot of money should be the easiest thing in the world. You done did all the hard work. It's not, I know, because there's so many variables, but same thing with football. I mean, you done did all the hard work, but then to win the game, you know, don't add the extra pressure. By adding pressure in practice, it'll help relieve you in games when you start, when that stomach starts getting tight, knots come up in it, and all that. So, uh, you know, the the approach is the same. Then I can move right on down the line with the approach from the rodeo, from women's football, to team roping, to the Super Bowl. Everybody I heard, even BJ said, man, it's a terrible game. You know, like I seen a lot more scoring. It was a boring game unless you like defense. But you know what I took what I took from that from that game was everybody all week, everywhere you can turn the channel on, how great Tom Brady is. Tom Brady is a phenomenal player. But they didn't even ask him to win that game. As good as he is, Bill Belichick knew if we're going to win this game, we've got to run the ball and play good defense. And he came up with a plan that Brady took just enough to get the job done. They were ready, folks. Two weeks they had to prepare for this game. They've been preparing for this game all year long in some sort of way or another. They won't admit it, but they've been preparing for it. Then they have two weeks to put this situation in. And, I mean, it was nowhere near the the Patriots team that you usually see play. Their defense all of a sudden was way better than it than it has been all year, guess what? So they they dedicated themselves to doing this and this. No matter what, we're going to execute this game plan. They did it. You know, Brady, I don't know what his final numbers were. Julian Edelman had a heck of a game. Gronk had some really good catches. But they ran the ball. They played good defense. 
Tom Brady, if you ask me, didn't play much better than the other guy. I mean, I don't even know the other guy, Jared Goff. He, you know, he didn't play much better than him, but he didn't have to. I think the Rams come in there with the same mindset that they've had all year long, that they've outscored everybody all year long. They've got the defensive player of the year on their team. He's really good. Wade Phillips, one of the best defensive coordinators in the game, if not the best. I just don't think that they out-prepared Bill Belichick. You know, everybody's expecting the uh, pass to come in there and throw it down the field. Well, guess what? First of all, the pass don't have the receivers to throw it down the field. I mean, Edelman was catching two- and three-yard passes and turned them into big games. Big games, sorry. And, you know, they were ready. They were prepared to win that style of game. Who would ever believe that? That would be the largest victory uh, margin they've ever had in the Super Bowl. What was it, 13 to 3? Most of the games are one score game that they're in. And all the numbers that the Rams put up all year, all they could muster up was three points. They just, they weren't, to me, they weren't as prepared. Uh, they hadn't been there enough. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know nothing about the coaches, but. You know, you put yourself in game situations in practice. I know we do it every day in practice. We work on certain things, then we go to game situations. And when we go to game situations, we struggle. Because guess what? All of a sudden, all that extra pressure. Now I'm second-guessing myself. Do I really know the play? One of the coaches say, hey, how come you did that? You're afraid to answer because it's going to be the wrong thing. You give them an answer and it's right, and you're, you're like, oh, it's right. You want to be able to pop that answer out just like that right there and, and be firm on it. Stand firm on your decision because you prepared. You were prepared. You wrote stuff down. You asked the coaches during the week. Maybe you got with your friend. Maybe you got with your teammate that plays beside of you or something. Get them on the phone or on this book page, whatever all you all to do. Get on there and get with them and, and you know, say, hey, here, you know, we, we need to work together. Here's what we got to do, this, that, and other. Be prepared. I'm, I'm telling you, you'll, you'll be amazed of how much just that little stuff will do for you. And I mean, just as much as thinking about it every day. You know, every one of our girls has got access to our play sheets or whatever. And they should be able to take that. They should already have a copy of it. And they should be able to look at that. Say, okay, here's what we're going to do on this play. <clears throat> Draw you up a defense. Draw two or three scenarios up. Here's what I've got to do. Then you look beside you. Well, here's what this one's got to do. Maybe you go to the line of scrimmage and you know what both of you are supposed to do. And maybe a new girl's coming. It's not as much familiar and you can help her out. That just makes you better, makes her better, makes the team better. Because you studied, you thought about it, other than just on a day that we have practice, you wanted to get better. I'm telling you, you have to work at anything, sport, whatever, your career, all that, to get better. 
you got to want to get better. you got to work at it to get better. And uh, I think it's, you know, all these, it ain't just our team, all these women's teams. You know, I think the, the lack of commitment to the seriousness of the sport is, is really hurting us. And then the, the lack of seriousness from owners and coaches as well, that just adds to it, you know. And I can tell you one thing. It ain't from the lack of seriousness here by these owners or by these coaches because there ain't nobody wants to win more than I want to win. There ain't nobody wants to go out there and execute perfectly more than I want to. There is nobody in this world that wants to, but I can't do it. I'm old, banged up, and my days are gone, long gone. And it's up to these girls. They, you know, I wish I could just take a cord and, and hook from my head to their head or my chest to their chest and say, here, let me give you what I got in me. If I could do that, we'd be hell on wheels, I promise you, because we'd be tearing everybody up. We'd have that, uh, I won't use the word, we'd have a real bad attitude of, of uh, demolishing people, because that's the way I thought. And and it wasn't no dirty way or nothing, but it wasn't no buddy-buddy stuff. Uh, you know, when I played, you, you buddies was was your teammates, your, your friends sitting up in the stands, it sure wasn't the other team. Now, you know, I got to hang out before the game and after the game and, and all that. So, uh, you know, you don't take anything else from, from the show tonight. Everybody <clears throat> needs to listen to the seriousness, the concentration, what it takes to be good. I've never been a, a world champion team roper at, at the NFR. I've been crowned several champions and all that I've ever did. But I know guys that have been at that level. And I'm telling the what they put their self through to be that, most people, and it's their hobby. That's what they love to do, but it's also their job. Man, they put their self through the ring. I'm telling you, when, even on days you sick, you don't want to, they're doing it. And a lot of traveling up and down the road, it's 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 amazing how tough it is, it really is to uh, uh, to be that good. But you you seen it, what happened? If Pat hoisted up that trophy. You know they they outwork everybody. I mean the bottom line is. Matt Patrice, they were dogging him when he went to Detroit because he was working those guys too hard. Where's Detroit at? Where's the past at? You know, they practice on Fridays and Mondays and, and everything else because they, they want to be better than everybody else. There's something to be said about whether you like the guys or not. There's a lot to be said about it. you got to be able to respect greatness and respect hard work. And I think so many of us tend to let that go by because we don't like whoever uh, is in there. So, uh, you know, take all that and absorb it. Hopefully put it to use. Don't worry about what other people say or think. Worry about your job. Worry about you, your team, and leave all the other crap outside. And, uh, you know, it's just like walking into a ring. You just check, leave all the bad left behind. When you walk in, you're like some kind of superhero. You'd be much better for it. Uh, 
one thing I do hate to <clears throat> be the bear of bad news, the, the uh, jamboree that the Hampton Road Lady Gators, it was thought she got game, was canceled uh, due to teams, I don't want to say important, but teams that said they would show up, and then last week, all of a sudden, decided they wasn't going to show up, and, uh, you know, left everybody in the bind, us as well, we've done plans to go, uh, we tried a bunch of different teams, and, and we couldn't get anybody to go, uh, real disappointed in that, um, I've said it several times, you know, that that's part of the process right there helping women's football out, getting everybody on the same page, getting these girls some action, getting them some game-type action where they go out there and put all this stuff I've been talking about tonight in motion and uh, making them better, making their teams better, and making women's football better. Well, guess what? Teams think, I guess they think they're better than everybody else. They decide they want to bail out last minute, but yet they still want people to come to their stuff. So, um, it's been canceled. Um, I hate to say it. Uh, you know, the season for for us is right around the corner, about probably, I guess, six, seven weeks away. March 30th is the kickoff weekend for our league. It's going to come, you know, it seems like every week this rolls right on by. Today. You can't grasp it, but nevertheless, it's here. We're looking, looking forward to get started. I'm not sure we're ready, but I'm looking forward to getting started. You know, it's always been fun, that's for sure. These these past several years, it's been fun uh, watching a lot of these girls grow, watching these teams grow, how much better they've got. We see some videos of these teams really working hard and putting in that extra work and going that extra mile and Hey, I can appreciate that. I really can. The first year we had a team, we beat the crap out of one another because we didn't know nothing about playing, and we wanted to be tough. We took 14 girls and, and played nine football games and won eight of them. So there's a lot to be said for that. I um, do want to thank everybody for listening tonight. I know we sort of took a different approach. Um, I just feel like that. I didn't even know, honestly, I didn't even know I was going to talk about it. It just sort of flowed into me and hit me there, you know, with the way practice has been going, with the way uh, I see the downhill side of my rope has been going because of the lack of commitment to riding my horse and getting my big butt in shape and, and working hard and, and all the above. Is you know these there's only listen there's only one person that can beat me and I'm talking I'm talking that's me if I do what I need to do then then I'm good I'm I'm the one that beats me but you know it, it, I don't go that extra mile anymore I used to I don't maybe I can get my acting gear and get back to being uh, the person I want to be instead of the person I used to be you know what I mean I want to be that person. Just thinking about it. Uh, so, you know, it just sort of hit me and, and talked about it because all of them, I got it all wrote down here and I'm just looking at it. Mark Turkey, that every sport you could just write down, all of them, all just keep writing. And they all, you have to have the same approach. Now, 
you don't have to, but if you want to be successful and you want to win, you're going to have that same approach. So, you know, I, I really I really enjoyed it. Uh, I want to thank this BJ, JC Hawk Sports Network for doing this. Uh, we talked last week. A lot of people just do things for the goodness of their heart because uh, they love doing stuff. And when I talked to the owner of one of those teams tonight, you know, we talked about these coaches, most, I guess, ours do, but all, all a lot of coaches in women's football just do it because they love it and don't get paid anything. And, you know, uh, there's a lot to be said for that. I mean, it goes back to the old, uh, you play, you do something because you love it. And and that's it. So thanks again for, for listening and thank her for doing all this. Uh, we'll... Uh, Maybe we'll get into something next week, go longer, have somebody on it, uh, uh, somebody special or something. I'll try to get something going. But I appreciate y'all listening, and uh, until next Tuesday, we'll see you then.